Hello and welcome. This is the Bariatric Eating Real Talk podcast and I'm Susie Shaw. For those of you who don't know or are new to our podcast, this is the outcome of our live chats on our Facebook support groups. And usually these topics are directed towards those who have regained weight after weight loss surgery. But for any newbies out there following along, these are lessons that can absolutely help you get to goal and stay there because that's the real goal after weight loss surgery, isn't it? Now today we're going to be talking about a technique that I actually use to set goals specific to weight loss. It's one that I didn't start off using and looking back I really wish I had. I've shared this actually with a couple of our members, actually lots of our members in our groups over the last couple of years and it's always been popular and helpful for many so I hope it will help you too. And again this is just one technique that I've used. There are lots and lots out there so if this doesn't work for you that's okay but I'd really like you to give this a shot. I mean what else have you got to lose right? So I want to start by saying this before I get into the actual steps. Um, We really need to start by recognizing that you cannot diet or exercise away self-hatred and any insecurities. Weight loss will only make you smaller, and that's it. it. It should get you into a smaller dress size or a nicer pair of smaller pants, but losing weight won't fix how stressed out you get in staff meetings. Getting to goal won't change that you and your sister still can't agree about who gets the pearls your grandmother wore every day. Being slim won't suddenly make you the life of the party, and it won't fix your marriage or relationships either. But it can change your life. So I want to um, say that it's very, very important to start by by taking a second to realize and recognize what it is that you want. Because a lot of people start off with kind of a big lofty goal and don't really take the time to acknowledge it for what it is. So this is going to be step one. I want you to grab a pen and paper and identify your goal number, like the actual weight that you want to be. You have to make it meaningful to yourself. And that means that it's something that you can actually identify with and something that you want. It should not be a number that you're using to get revenge on your ex because his new ex-girlfriend is tiny. It should not be, um, it could be a weight that you maintained in high school 25 years ago, but recognize that if you've had six kids since then, it may not work out for you quite the same way. Basically, our goal weight is just a healthy weight that we feel comfortable at. Just because you're having weight loss surgery or you've already had it doesn't mean that you absolutely must be a size zero or at the bottom of your BMI range. It means that you lose enough weight so that your health isn't in danger anymore. And this is especially true for people who've regained because many of us have surgery and then fight so very hard to get to an absolute super low weight because of a specific number. And again, that's okay. Some people, that's a great weight for them mentally, physically, they love it. And I'm not saying it's not okay to push yourself and it's not okay to not try, but I want you to understand that it's important that you need to have a goal weight that's important to you and one that you actually want to be at. So this isn't, again, it's, it's not an excuse to not try. I just wanted you to take some time to recognize that your goal doesn't have to be super low. I also want to add that you can use... Um, your, your, pro, your doctor's program, your nutritionist program, you can even use our program to and this goal-setting exercise just to stop regaining and yo-yoing around and level out with your weight. If you're happy just to get under 200 pounds, set your goal weight for 195. There's nothing wrong with that. Own the weight that you want to be because that's who ultimately you're trying to make happy. It's yourself. You deserve to be happy. 
If you want to get to a, a, a weight that is um, that normal BMI category in the chart, you can Google the charts, you can talk to your do doctor about what that number is for you. But at the end of the day, this goal weight number has to be that. It has to be yours. So take a second and think about what that is. Now, step two stings a bit. So I want you to take a deep breath. If you're, um, you should have already listened to episodes one and two, because this is kind of where it all kind of snaps in together into a plan. If you did, that's great. This is going to be a little bit of a refresher. But if you haven't, I would really love for you to just to pause real quick and go back and do episodes number one and two. I think both of them are under 15 minutes. And then come back here and um, pick up where you left off. Well, again, we're going to refresh everything. Everything that I'm going to talk about is a lot more deeply explained in those two episodes. So it might be good for you to go back and do that. So step number two. We've all heard that a failure to acknowledge history puts us in a place to repeat it. So now is the time to have a really, a really very real and very serious conversation with yourself about how you got to this point in your life. Whether you're anticipating a new surgery date, whether you're restarting weight loss after not hitting your goal, or if you're just ready to tackle that regain that you've had, you need to know where you're starting out from. So there's going to be a couple questions I'm going to ask you, so, and this is important, so think about these, okay? Why? Why did you gain the weight? It's time to be real with yourself. No more excuses. We talked about this in the last couple episodes. If you, begin, if you believe that you gained because of a medication, it's time to admit that while, you, while your prescription legitimately made you feel hungry, you are the one that made the choice to eat more food than your body needed. Millions of people out there managed to use things like steroids and not gain a single pound. If you think it's because of stress, because of depression, from happiness, boredom, any other emotional thing, take some time to write down why you chose to eat your feelings and not channel that energy elsewhere. I'm also going to mention this because it does come up a lot in our, in our um, support groups, but food addiction, um, things like overeating disorders, things like binge eating disorders, if you feel that you are suffering from one of those, stop where you are and maybe consider taking um, some time to get some therapy, try a 12-step program, talk to a counselor at least and, and figure out where you're at. Um, I'm not saying that that's not invalid, but I want to add that blaming addiction, blaming food without taking any action makes you a victim. And you're just destined to not overcome your issues with food and your relationship with food, and you're not going to be able to change it if you don't take ownership of that and move past it through, um, through some counseling, some help. And there's nothing wrong with that. I actually had, um, I've actually attended Overeaters Anonymous on and off throughout my um, journey in the last five years, and it's been just eye-opening and so helpful. And I would, um, I would really encourage anybody to try that or any other program that they feel um, drawn to if you feel that you just are uncontrollable with your, with your eating. The next thing that I want you to think about is um, along those same lines, take the time to identify what happened when your weight gain started. If you're a pre-op and you've been on this kind of pattern of yo-yo dieting, you know, what was going on that made you stop all those times? If you're um, a weight, uh, if you had weight loss surgery seven or eight months ago and you've just been on like a three month stall, what happened to make you kind of stop and lose that kind of fire in your belly that we all had when we first had surgery? Think about, think about this in terms of specifics, not just like some of the, the events that may have happened, but actually call out specific foods. We need to get really, really specific and laser focused on what happened and what we chose. Um, 
this should actually be fairly easy because we can all kind of acknowledge a turning point in our lives and specific foods that kind of started that pattern. For a lot of us, you know, um, I, and I think these are things, I'm going to call it a couple things that we see a lot in our Facebook group, but, um, you know, did you have an issue with like sneaking a slice of cheese or two when you thought no one was looking? You know, how we all kind of are in the kitchen puttering around and we open up the fridge and grab something real fast. Um, was it that you were having late night bowls of popcorn with your spouse on the couch? Um, one of the things that I used to do during my regain was I would pick up a snack at the vending machine on the way out of the office every day. So um, it's important not so much to shame yourself, and we talked about this a lot in episode two, but um, it's not so much to shame yourself or to, to feel you know, inadequate or to beat yourself up or to feel guilt. It's just to know what you did. That's really, really important. I also want you to think about you know, what's changed now. If you're experiencing regain or trying to restart your weight loss after a long stall, what changed so significantly that you've decided that um, you've decided to make a change now? Think about that for a minute and sort of write down a couple sentences that make sense to you. Some people find that these answering these on a little sheet of paper with like bullet points, just a basic sentence, even a little letter, um, or it's just a simple le- list, a little letter to yourself will help. This is for you and for you alone. So be honest, be honest and open and real with yourself. The idea is that this is sort of a little bit of a roadmap to success, and I want you to keep it handy, but I'm going to go over that in a, in a second. Because the secret about success and lasting weight loss change is that motivation isn't real. It's impossible for any human to stay 100% motivated 100% of the time. And if you're listening to this, I think you've already experienced that to be true in your life. So um, like I said before, all of these things that you've just identified and thought about, this is a list that's going to make you bulletproof against failure if you choose to lose it, to, to use it. So now what? Now we get to the fun part or the meat of everything. Now you actually have to figure out how you're going to do this. And we've got a fantastic plan, and I'll get more into that later. It's on our website. Um, If you don't have a plan, ours is fantastic, and it does work. But the most important here is that you pick something that's going to be an actual plan that's appropriate for post-bariatric surgery eating because you had weight loss surgery. You don't need any more fad diets, and that's likely why you had weight loss surgery in the first place. You were tired of fad diets. Don't jump on a plan like that has you eating cream cheese all the time and stuffing everything and wrapping everything with cheese, but has you scared to eat an ear of fresh corn. Don't think that the plan you need to follow that also has 20 grams of carbs is going to be easy to keep up with in the long term because, spoiler alert, it just won't be. And if your plan includes things like cheat days that some say are a way to stay on track, it's actually a fantastic way to keep lying to yourself about how you're avoiding what you know is true. Your weight loss plan sucks and you don't have the flexibility that you need to be a normal human being and do things like go to a restaurant, eat at your mom's house, go to a party, things like that. You're doing this all to be normal. Now, um, the idea here with all of this effort that you're going through is that you're going to lose weight and keep it off. So you have to stick with the plan. This is going to take a little bit of time. I'm not going to lie. This isn't something that happens overnight, but you are absolutely worth the time and the effort that it takes. Our plan comes with the support of about 200,000 other post-ops who have been there, done that, 
and are already at goal again, or those that are doing this and that. And they are going to help you feel less alone. We'll help you build a balanced relationship with your own cooking at home, with eating, so that you learn how to do things like combine vegetables and protein and still be able to head to a birthday party or host Christmas dinner without sneaking in your Tupperware lunch. Things like chugging a protein shake in the car. Stuff like that that you just don't really want to do. So obviously, the Inspire Diet is going to be my recommendation because I think it's the most comprehensive out there. But the fact that I want you to walk away with today is that weight loss happens because we are consistent, because we stick to a plan long enough to build habits, to make choices that stick with us. And we can help you be consistent, but it's not going to happen overnight. And that's okay. That's what we're here for. So part three, we're going to talk about how you're actually going to tackle this and um, kind of attack those pounds. Because no matter if you've got five pounds to lose or 300 You've got to break this part, this, this, that number down into a little bit more manageable mouthfuls, so to speak. Um, it sounds really, really daunting to have to lose weight, even if it is just five pounds. It's not ever just five pounds if you want to lose it. So divide it up a little bit. Focus on a pound a week. That adds up to four pounds a month, which again, doesn't sound like a lot, but this is absolutely the time to stop thinking in terms of it's August and I have a wedding to go to in September and I need to lose 25 pounds to look good. It's also the time to stop comparing yourself to other people who had weight loss surgery or even to yourself when you first had surgery. This is your journey. This is your body. And I want you to honor it by giving yourself a little leeway to slow down and learn some healthy meals that you love. Learn some new habits and tricks so that this is the last time you need to lose weight. Remember this fact. It's not how fast you do it. It's how much you learn along the way. No one cares how fast you got to your goal weight, but they will care and they will talk if you gain it all back because you didn't learn anything while you were losing. And I know that might sting. It stings me too because I've been there. I was that one that said, I'm down five, I'm down a hundred pounds in six months. And I know a lot of us have thought things like, well, I lost 65 pounds in four months, so I must be doing something right. At the end of the day, guys, it just doesn't matter how much you lose. It matters how long you keep it off. So write down specifically what plan you're going to follow. Make a commitment to it. Write down how much you want to lose each month. But keep in mind that your weight loss is not the only way to define success each month. This is a long game you're playing, not a race. So if you start changing one little thing every week, it's going to add up. You're going to lose that weight. It will come off, but you have to stay committed and you have to stay focused. So now you're ready to take some action. Think of the things that we've talked about so far and think of them in terms of a roadmap, not so much of a list or even a letter to yourself. You've got your starting point or your restarting point. You've got a choice written down of what you want to work towards and that's lasting change in a different way of life. You've created a plan of how you're going to get there. So just like you wouldn't head out on a road trip without setting your GPS or going on a hike without a park map in your pocket, you need to keep this one handy too. And that might mean you need to rewrite it um, a little bit smaller or make it just into bullet points. Remember, this is just for you to keep and for you to hang on to. But I want you to consider some different ways to keep it portable or at least at an arm's reach that will work for you. Some people choose to take a photo of it and keep it on their phone. Some people like to fold it up and just put it in their wallet. Um, maybe put it on your fridge or your bathroom. You might need to make multiple copies to do that. But the point here is that you're keeping it portable and handy 
like as in handy, like so that you can look at it because you want to look at it when you're tempted, when you're struggling and about to throw in the towel and just give up, you've got a little map in your pocket that reminds you of where you're going, reminds you of what your goal is. So, and that's another reason why we did this in our own handwriting, because believe it or not, that's actually a really powerful thing. When you're tempted and when you stop and pull it out and just take a minute to just even skim it over, just the act of seeing your own handwriting and your words will be a powerful reminder that you're not only trying to do the things that you said you would do in the first place, but will also remind you that you are worth the effort to make the right choice and stay on track. It sounds kind of hokey, but it really is powerful. It's kind of like when you look at a contract that you signed, seeing your signature at the bottom of the page really kind of nails it in that, that you said you were going to do something, that you've, you've, you're going to do it. And that's kind of what this is. It's your map, and it's a commitment to yourself. Um, now, in the interest of kind of beating a, head, a, a, hor- a dead horse, I want to remind you that this is about consistency. This is not about rapid weight loss or getting to goal as fast as possible. This is about you taking the time to learn how to make the right choice over and over and over again and keep it up. Because again, the longer you stay with this, the more smooth your weight loss will be, but more importantly, the more chances you have to actually stay at goal once you get there. And that's the real, that's the real thing that we're trying to do. We're not trying to have, lose weight so that we can keep dieting for the rest of our lives. We're trying to lose weight and then move on. So I know this has been a lot of information and um, please, if you, if you need to repeat it, please do. Um, I'm going to close with that today, but before I do, I want to say one more thing. Um, I've said this before and I'm going to say this probably every episode because I think it's true and I want you to believe it as much as I do. You started this process to have surgery in the first place because at a very basic level, you wanted to change your life. And I want you to know that that's a very fantastic thing. I really hope you realize how rare and special you are because many don't even think about changing, let alone take the time to start. So I want to remind you that no matter where you are in the journey, you've done an amazing thing so far and you are worth the effort it will take to keep going and to get to where you want to be, to be as successful as you want to. I know that you can do what you set out to accomplish and I hope you know how amazing you are. So thank you so much for listening. On our website, we've got a really, really great weight loss plan called the Inspire Diet that I talked about a couple times. It will help you to get restarted after a long stall. It will help give you structure if you need it, and it will help you lose your ring gain. I believe fully in this plan. I see it work every day for post-ops, just like you. We've also got some helpful articles that will um, help with mindset. And um, on our website, which is www.bariatriceating.com, if you go there and search for podcasts, you're going to find um, our recent episodes all linked together. And each episode, we have a couple articles linked. And this one, I've got a couple that I'm going to be linking that um, are specific towards goal setting, towards mindset, towards willpower and resolve, as well as our actual plan if you need it. And once again, that website's www www.bariatriceating.com. And I do hope you'll come check us out. Thanks again for listening and I hope to see you soon.